rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. It's like all of my journals are in Moleskine notebooks, and they're all, they all have to be black, hardcover, the exact same size, and they cannot be like off-brand books. No, no. They have mm-hmm. to be the real ones. And I, I have shifted from the lines to the dots, but I have one journal from the past like six years that is not that, and every time I look at it on the shelf, I have like a little, like, it just, it's on. Word up. Word up. Good morning, Aurora. Up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, there's a lot of symmetry on my bookshelf. It's also color court, like it's my my bookshelf is arranged by rainbow colors. Well, it should be of the spine. It, it just looks be. more harmonious. Yeah. Are we gonna it do the be. the full all three of them? We have to we have to say it three times, or it doesn't, it's like calling Biggie Smalls another. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. All right, good to see you guys. The time is now, 8.02 a.m. You are listening to and watching Jeanette Splaining. Good morning, Dan, he's here. Good morning, sir, yeah. Jeanette Splaining on the second one of the first daily news podcast. All of the news, headlines, and updates that you need for your weekend. And, you know, some other stuff that you don't really need at all, but we're going to give it to you anyway. X going to give it to you. We're going to give it to you. X going to give it to you. All right. I know that one. Um, So first of all, (laughs) it's First Friday. So happy First Friday. It's First Friday. And it's going to be huge. And probably we hopefully won't all get coronavirus and die because we're all going to wear masks inside. We hope not. No, not the vast majority part. We hope not to get corona. Yeah, yet. we're all okay. we're all gonna wear our masks mm-hmm. indoors when we're at First Fridays tonight, yep. right, guys? We've all agreed on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yep. okay, all right. Mark Hogan here. Good morning, Mark. I can't see any of you on the other side of the camera slash behind the the interwebs. But not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yes. Yeah, so the the new rule is if you're indoors in public, you should be wearing a mask, uh, especially if you are anywhere near me. Mm-hmm. Put your mask on. Yeah, it's just been mandated, as you guys know. We talked about yesterday that masks are required for all indoor spaces, effective immediately. Um, and we have data. Uh, the trend is uh, so new cases in the state are averaging two thousand a day. At our peak, it was about 12,000, but the trend is clearly upward. We have a link and article for you guys to check out. Only half of King County is fully vaccinated. Yeah, so I want you guys to think about this, right? When you walk into the grocery store, uh, knowing that all of the, the, all the people that are in that grocery store, statistically, only half of them have full vaccination status, which means, uh, and if you walk in there and only a quarter of them are wearing masks, a quarter of the people in the store are wearing masks, that's like a quarter of people running around that store that uh, probably don't have a vaccine and are just, they're just petri dishing it right now. They're right. just, it's just multiplying and mutating and things. Gremlins. Right, and uh, so do yourself a favor and wear your mask. And I am just going to take my, I feel like it's an every week plea to the public, just be nice. Well. Put on your mask and just be nice about it. Well, the good thing about, the good thing about our listeners. Are, they're amazing. Is that these are not the kind of people, you are not the kind of person who needs to be consistently told. To do things that better society and humanity. You are just, you're like, oh. Right. If sure. Yeah. I'd be happy to make you feel yeah. a little more comfortable by popping that, that mask exactly. on and being mildly uncomfortable. That's for... the Good Morning Aurora listener. Right That's now true. you're sipping your coffee mm-hmm. or your tea mm-hmm. or your honey oat latte. Uh, it's a pretty, and you're pretty like, yeah, choice. I'll do whatever it takes to help my fellow man. The time is now 8.05 a.m. Um, but listen. We do have the link to the article. It's a great article from the New York Times tracking coronavirus in Illinois. There is a map and case count as well. Yeah, so if you're like, uh, it, it's not, I basically, I, I, I just want everyone to take a look because I think at this point we're all just so exhausted. 
right? And it just feels like it's been going on forever. Uh, and um, uh, and people have no, like, unless you're in an emergency room, right? You have no, like, sort of sense of the scale of this thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you can kind of watch, if you click, if you visit the New York Times, they still have, like, the best COVID tracker around and they break it down by state and if you look at the state of illinois covid track tracker the data doesn't go back that far and it's really flipping confusing but basically all you need to know is like it's not it's starting to look like the very first like that initial first scary little wave mm-hmm. um so, and we want to keep it from looking like it did back in november so. definitely absolutely Let's put your mask on um so the link to this article is now in the chat for you guys you to go. check out. Time is eight oh seven. And then there's uh, all kind of data, so you can play. You can like play with it, and you can look at other states, and you yep. can see how we compare county wise and all sorts of things. Dan says, unfortunately, the honor system was not working. That is true, sir. And good morning yeah, to okay. Jennifer Ryan, Maiden, Aisha Saxon, and Ben Tennant. reason we're putting on face masks guys uh there so we're now fighting delta variant which is um uh like much more trans it's very similar to the original virus that first broke out right except that it's much more trans right um here's the big fear though is that look there's a lot more letters in the greek alphabet let me tell you (laughs) you can keep going we can go all the way to omega on this thing guys and then i I think it's probably like hurricanes where they just stop naming them and just giving them like numbers or whatever um they so but like there are other emerging um versions of this virus coming out the new one uh that they are concerned is not yet a it's not yet a strain of concern, but it's a strain of interest. These are like technical terms mm-hmm. or whatever, or variant of, of interest. Uh, is uh, this new one called Lambda that is circulating around South America right now? And what makes that? Lambda? Lambda. From Revenge of the Nerds? Uh, um, Lambda, Lambda? Sure. Y'all don't re- okay, never mind. No. All right. I can tell you, go you back my to, whole you go back to being professional. Let me just stop. Epsilon eight. I think now you just go through the whole. <laughs> the whole. Did you not have to learn your Greek alphabet back in college? I did not. As a, as a I proud, learned it. As a proud FIMU, we had to learn the whole the whole alphabet, and then also like I actually just studied Greek. Okay. I didn't mean to disrupt your train. No, that's of, fine. I was singing, so uh, but. <laughs> No, so the this new variant that's circulating, and look, they're not saying that like this one's going to be the next one that's going to come and like create a giant wave. But uh, what's concerning about it is, um, it appears that the very the mutation on this virus is not in the transmissibility so much as it's in the little this little spike protein that sort of like is the thing that like allows the virus to like invade your cells or whatever. I don't know. I'm not a virologist. However, the spike protein is uh, the thing that the major, the the two big vaccines, the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccine, what they work on. And so, if that um, spike protein is changed, it means it's much less likely that the vaccines that we currently have mm-hmm. are going to be effective on it. And what that means is that whether it's lambda or some other variant that comes along. Um, uh, we could eventually be totally back to square one, where it's like basically the same as not a, as nobody being vaccinated at all. Right. Um, and the way that we stop that from happening is basically a race against time. We beat, um, we beat whatever the new variant will be that won't work with the vaccines by getting everybody vaccinated before right. that has the chance to mutate in the unvaccinated po- population. And explode. All right. A um, couple <sighs> quick pieces of news, local news, local. Yeah, get your vaccine. That's, that's that, that was the point of that story. Everybody get your vaccines um, and also give a lot of money to the programs across the world that are trying to get vaccines into other countries because, look, it could emerge there, too. All right. July 2022. So it's a year from now, but you got time. The Aurora Noon Lions will have their 100th birthday 
Shouts out to them. Uh, there's a community banquet tentatively scheduled for the event. The Aurora Noon Lions meet on the first and third Mondays monthly at Luigi's Pizza. So shout out to them. Also, League of Women Voters of the Aurora area. They have a garage sale fundraiser today and tomorrow uh, starting from, excuse me, from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Located at 2091 Schoolhouse Lane. Funds help support get out the vote activities, including voter registration. Uh, for more information, you can call 630-383-9353. That number again is 630-383-9353. The time now is 8.11 a.m. You are listening to Jeanette's Planning on Good Morning Aurora. And Ben Tennant has jokes. COVID 8675309. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good song, man. I like that. I like that. Uh, yeah, man. Good one. Okay. That's a good song. No, I know that one. That's I need to make you mine. This, guys, this is what happens when we do not prepare for the show. You just get eight six seven five three zero nine. You just get um, um, us singing for an hour. Why do you tell people we not prepared? <laughs> Please stop doing that. Like I'm always prepared. If you're not, let them know that you are not prepared. I, I am. <laughs> I am always prepared. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm ready to go. All right. Um, I am ready. I'm ready. Tampons for everybody. Is that what we're doing next? Yeah. So um, J.B. Pritzker, Governor Mm -hmm. Pritzker, was in town, signed some bills, signed signed one about guns that we told you guys about yesterday. Uh, But he also, interestingly enough, now this was unanimous in the General Assembly. Well, the follow-up one was in the Okay. All right. Well, there was was two bills. There there were bills. Like, we are all over this, like... You know, if you're a person who menstruates, uh, there, there, there's been a bunch of bills out recently uh, for you. But the first one, the one that J.B. Pritzker signed yesterday, is a bill that provides tampons and pads at, in a whole bunch of places, um, including state universities and community colleges. So now if you, you know, uh, did not plan ahead, pop, pop on in. You can just stop in the bathroom. And the the great thing, what I love about... Homeless shelters, too. Homeless shelters, yeah. right? If they're able to, you know, afford them. Some homeless shelters are literally just mattresses Yeah, it does say budget permitting. Yeah, yeah. So some homeless shelters are literally just like like pads is just like a... Tra- not pads like, like menstrual pads, but pads mm-hmm. like public action to deliver shelter. That's like um, a homeless shelter in the area that just kind of bounces around. So they may have that because they... But find them elsewhere right so uh the um, what i loved uh is the the reasoning behind it is just um or the the um justification was like look you go into a bathroom and you expect we uh to find toilet paper right we all agree collectively that soap toilet paper napkins tissues the covers and all those things will be provided for us in public spaces uh bill sponsor representative katie stewart of edwardsville said at a news conference and we don't even think about that until we're in a situation where there's you go in the bathroom and there's no toilet right so like why why would we distinguish toilet paper from like other things that you need for hygiene i think the answer is because probably because you know for a long time the people in charge of bathrooms uh just they didn't menstruate all right so it's house bill 641 requires state universities and community colleges to stock feminine hygienic products in any restroom in a college building that serves students that measure passed the house 74 to 37 and the senate 42 to 13 each with mostly democratic but some republican support it takes effect immediately now here is the one that got unanimous support in the General Assembly, and this I love uh, is uh, a bill introduced by our own representative Barbara Hernandez. Word up! Yay! Uh, formally asking the federal government to step forward and provide. Wait for it. Um, a, menstrual products and diapers through the SNAP program. So for those of you who are not broke, uh, you may have the SNAP program, Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, that is food stamps, right? So this bill, what it would do 
uh, now that it is passed, it it goes so it's it's already it's it's passed. Everyone's everyone like supported this in Illinois. What it's now doing is putting pressure on the federal government to say like states are allowed to decide whether they would like food stamps to cover the cost of diapers and uh, menstrual products. And I'm pretty sure that there was a reference to this in an Eminem song many ago. All right. Greg, <laughs> hold on real quick. Greg Zilioli, good morning to you, sir. And Dora Sanchez, good morning to you guys as well. The time is 8.16. Tuning in, everybody. We love to see y'all. We love to see y'all. Yeah. All right. So, um, so super glad about that. Yeah, the link to this, it, I'm going to put this in the chat for you guys so that you guys can read this as well at your leisure. Now your damn food stamps buy diapers. Um, that's the lyric. You know, I, I gotta say though, I'm surprised of all that we've decided to sing all the other songs. Okay. Um, I gotta say, <laughs> it seems to me like almost a no-brainer. Yeah. That people should be allowed to purchase feminine hygiene products with SNAP benefits and like, diapers. I yeah. Right? I don't see like why. Like what? Else, you know. Yeah. You know who's who's the people. Who was put, you know, who was standing in the way of that? Uh, well, you know, there are folks that stand in the way of people buying other kinds of food with food stamps. Right. So um, making them just like, you know, only virtuous food stamps. Right. So in other states, you see a lot of on like lobster, allowed to buy birthday cakes. You're not allowed to buy, you know, like all of these specific things. Um, Illinois uh, takes a much more progressive stance with stance mm -hmm. when it comes to stamps. Dora says, girl power. That is right, Dora. That is right. Do you know what's great? When we have enough women in the room in, uh, in uh, leadership positions, right, uh, where they can say things like, hey, what if we did this thing that benefits literally half of humanity? Right. <laughs> um, Who would have thought? All right. Representative democracy. So it is, it's 8.18 and it is a Friday. So we got a couple more good things to talk about. Well, actually, we got a lot more good things to we talk got, about. We got things. Um, but next, let's go to the Paramount. Now, the Paramount, oh, no, the Paramount and their vaccine mandate. We talked about this the other I just, day. Oh, wait. Actually, you know what? That? That's what I was going to ask you. What were you going to ask me? Did you hear about the inmate? Who escaped but was recaptured. I I saw the headline. I usually do myself a favor of not reading those kinds of stories, but do enlighten us all. Well, uh, he escaped transport from Elgin Jail uh -huh. on the way to King County. Uh -huh. They found him in Hanover Park. Uh -huh. A quick shout out to law enforcement. <laughs> good job, y'all. Good job. For the good job they done in catching him? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if you escape, you get a, you get a free pass. All right. right. Day pass. Now let's go to <laughs> Paramount and the uh, vaccine. So yeah, you cannot view anything at Paramount unless you are vaccinated. The COVID-19 commitment to safety and protocol. August 18th, opening of the Broadway Spectacular Kinky Boots will mark the first in-person in indoor show at the Paramount in the last 524 days. It will be among the first productions in the Chicago area since live theater was shut down. Um, yeah. Look. Here, uh, I just want to give a shout out to the Paramount for, um, it, like enforcing right. Because the thing, the thing about this is that there's no way to like socially distance yourself in that right. Like those seats are like like I am not a large person and I feel a little like cramped in those those seats. Like mm -hmm. I mean, you see me like I can you know I bend up and. Just Right. But um, you're like packed in, especially for a real big show. And uh, there's it, like the folks on stage are working hard, right? Like they're the only ones who really can distance, right? And who could bubble up if they want, if they needed to and all, all of that. But like, mm -hmm. I just don't like putting that many people together. It's just a pragmatics thing. That many people in a room where like I'm already annoyed when I'm at the theater and someone's coughing. Yeah. Now, if I'm in the room and someone's coughing and I don't know everybody's vaccination status, I'm not annoyed. I'm like flipping out, right? Well, I like it because like they're obviously showing that health and safety is more important is than paramount? money. paramount? Yeah, and it's more important than money. Like instead of just <laughs> taking your there. dollars, like you know, 
we need to protect the staff, the entertainers, the performers, all that. Yeah, have you been in one of those spaces yet in public where someone's like too close and coughing to you, coughing by you? Has that happened to you yet? Have you had that moment? Uh, no, I don't think no? so. I don't know if I have. Because let me tell you, two two weeks ago, something mm-hmm. like that, I'm up in Geneva. I was just getting breakfast, but then like the art fair was going on, and I'm like, okay, let's there, right? I was in there and hopped into. Um, Rams 318, which is fully renovated, their little coffee shop, right, mm-hmm. and everything there, which... That's the name of it? Graham's 318, yeah. So, you know, Graham's the ice cream spot. There's also uh, Graham's 318, which is kind of like their secondary location that does... Just does anybody like know anything about what we're talking about? Put that in the chat. Geneva. You don't know? You've never been to Graham's? Never even heard of it. I mean, good for you for never being in Aurora, though. How do I know? anywho on third street i'm in this cafe and i'm waiting in line and the line is like they have the line snaking and there's no way to like like they should have had people waiting outside and they didn't there's no way to like not be next to the person who's like right next and then the person up is right next to you in line you're like Right. And this woman starts like, this woman comes in behind me and I'm making chit chat or whatever because she thinks she's in the wrong place because they renovated. And she starts coughing. And then I'm like, and I'm, I'm like, okay, all right, you know, some people like one cough is probably not death. It's probably just like, I don't know, I had something in my throat. Keeps. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing there and I don't. I didn't have my mask on because it was before. Go, right? But I'm just like, Eve, wow. do I stay? And I got, and the line was moving slow, and it's, I want my iced coffee, hot outside, move forward, and she's still coughing, and I'm like, I gotta go, I gotta go, like, and I bolted out Alyssa Ocon is here, y'all, good morning, Alyssa, she says, yes, Graham's has great chocolate-covered treats and much more, they okay. They do, yeah, man. All right, like, Alyssa look, Ocon just, again, she just certified it, all right. Again, I am not advocating ever leaving Aurora for anything, but if mm-hmm. you should find yourself in downtown Geneva, um, the, the place I would say that is most worth going to is probably... Alyssa Ocon, cosign. All right, I word up. That's awesome. All Chocolate Kitchen is also pretty. Basically, like, chocolate, sugar, ice cream. Nice. All right, I got to mm-hmm. check that out. Very yeah, cool. Yeah, I don't hit the boutique stuff. I don't buy boutique stuff. I buy Goodwill stuff. But uh, the, the, the chocolate and ice cream. All right. So, um, real quick, a couple quick news items before we get back to the next part of the discussion. So... Um, August 29th, Oaxaca in Aurora. This will be at Casa Santa Maria, 314 East Downer Place from 1 to 7 p.m. Mercado Artesanal, Artisan Market. Y'all didn't think I knew it's I Spanish. Love, I love when you speak up. Spanish. So All good. right. Say uh, the name traditional of the state again. Oaxaca. Oaxaca. Um, traditional artists and craftsmen all the way from the state of Oaxaca with the participation of Danza de Pluma, uh, Chicago, Alexandra Salgado, Ballet Folklorico, Quetzalcoatl. There we go. Yeah. Uh, um, Shouts out to the sponsors of this as well. What's amazing about that is that those are words that are not like Spanish words so much as, you know, like native, native languages. They're way harder. Right. They're way harder when they throw those extra X's and U's and all right. Uh, also, first ward alderman Emmanuel Lamas. He's having a back to school bash, uh, free school supply kits for a city of Aurora students. This will be Saturday the fourteenth, from eleven to one p- eleven a.m. to one p.m. at the Aurora train station located at four one three Broadway, right around the corner, attached to Two Brothers. Uh, and then, last but not least, don't forget um, the Cirque. Italia, they're still here until Sunday. Tickets start at ten dollars. Um, shouts out! It's a water circus. It's really cool. Um, yeah, it's no, cool, cool no, little date night. Y'all get on a little date night. No, date night. No tortured elephants. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a cool circus. Not like no a, animals. Yeah, not like no, a none tortured of that. animal circus. Yep, none of that. That's good. All right, then I, I fully endorse this. Um, date night starting at ten bucks. You can't okay. get a deal like that. Let me tell you. I once had a first date at a circus and like a good one, right? Mm-hmm. It was El Circo Cheapo in the city. Best first date night ever, not least of which because 
my date was a little just a, a little um mm, i want to say uptight but the when the when the when one of the performers trapeze artists uh lost her top as a part of the act like hanging upside down it was like you could see even though it was totally dark you can blush it was a good date good date night so nice. i endorse the circus for date night very cool so long as it is not the tortured elephant kind all right and then uh last piece of news c-a-a-n the community advocacy awareness network they're having the um unity expo for business entrepreneurs tonight 5 p.m to 10 p.m next to city hall 44 east downer street that's the water street thing that goes with you know riverfront playhouse all water that street mall. yep city um hall, make it a family fair make it a family affair there's something for everyone that's going to be there uh back for the best together is better wow our lights just cut out in here y'all couldn't just... see that but that was cool that uh, was spooky yeah. as hell the time is now 8 27 a.m and we might have a ghost um but anyway yeah so that's the local news that's that's local news all right what else we got tracy duran how you feeling this morning tracy duran all you guys good morning Alyssa. Aisha. Everybody. All right. Uh, next topic. Well, I would love to give you more information about the next topic, which is that the um, Lincoln Station development is mm -hmm. moving forward. That's the, the Dell Webb age-restricted seniors in their little... Uh, Little carts, the little golf carts, but then it's like bigger than that too. Yeah. That thing, that that giant development is is apparently heard, uh, on the um, south side of town. I'd love to give you more information about that, um, but none of the documents are posted to the city's website. So wow. <laughs> it was approved. Apparently, I went through committee of the whole, and there um, and there was an article about it in the beacon uh that was i mean you know whatever they could fit into the space that goes in the two pages that are still the beacon um but uh all like we had talked about this development on the show before in mm -hmm. our episode on um affordable housing and what that really means right. and, and redlining Race. and all of these things right we yep. talked about you know giant lots and not a super affordable development and i would love to give you so much more about what the houses are going to be right. all laid out but if you go to the city of aurora's website right now where all of its documents all of your you posted right and then you, you click the link and it gives background information broken none of them are up right now wow i know um womp womp so next week we'll bring you that next week if they post it again and then hopefully that information will be on in a week but you know that's how uh that's what happens in a big city it's that's that's a that's look, a lot to do that you gotta you gotta get imagery and you gotta make look, it look good and look, make it look i'm not saying juicy. that i'm not saying that as uh you know a bureaucrat an overworked and underpaid bureaucrat that i've never forgotten mm -hmm. to post a document before to i certainly most certainly have i think uh, the thing is like people don't expect cities not to have it together yeah which and is then really they think then they think it's like, like corruption like why isn't the right. link to the water tower here right so like, like <laughs> i want you all to think about how well the organization that you work for operates mm -hmm. right like think about like you work for a company you work for whatever like is your boss an idiot? Is that person in a fine in accounting just kind of useless? Like, you know, think about like the breakdowns in your organization and then remember that government is exactly the same. Right. <laughs> Only like probably even more understaffed because there's no like profit motive to like bringing more people on who can like make Mm. It's really like uh well, you can just do the work of, of five people, right? Like yeah. Yep. So, don't, so God bless the bureaucrats. I am sure they will get all of the the documents together, so I can tell you all about the Dell Web and the next. Hey, if you're just joining us at home, you are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast, y'all. Good to say, morning to you. I have to say, I get a little thrown off when when. 
Well, we got, you know. Because hopefully know. it's real. Yeah. Like, oh, it's been real. I know. But it doesn't feel. Yeah, you know what's tricky is. <laughs> oh, y'all. <laughs> when we first started this, I was like, oh, podcast. Yeah, Friday morning. No problem. I can come on and just, like, talk about stuff. Uh, I don't got to have anything put together, right? And now we're on camera, and I'm like, oh, I should probably. Well, you know, the interesting thing about it. Well, well, what, what the, you... On a Friday morning, because, like, Friday, you know, by Friday, it's been a week. I'm, like, barely making it, rolling up into the office, you know, mm -hmm. anyway. So, like, to do something. Well, all of you guys know, uh, and we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, all of you guys know that we've got a lot of things coming and cooking. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. Thank you, because the new camera setup and its custom treat shouts out to you. We appreciate it. Um, a little bit more and something new for your morning news, Ooh, you know, so holla. Um, so yeah, we got Treadwell Coffee and we got each other. So what's the next type? Well, we talked about the dead wood, but there's not no We talked about how documents. we don't have any information about that. All right. So um, are we on? The time is now 8.32 a.m. Now let's talk about the perch. Oh, what yeah. is the perch? Look, I was going to give you, you know, we gave you all of this, like, downer information earlier about, you know, the coronavirus and everything each other and, like, the masks and all of that and mm -hmm. everything. Just like you and, ooh, if you've got kids in school right now and you're in the middle of all that, like, uh, do I have to worry? Is my kid going to have to deal with this, like, again uh, in the fall sort of thing? And you're feeling like, like the world is just a little bit too much for you right now. I have an answer. I have an that is the perch in downtown Aurora is offering a two-week meditation experiment. It begins Monday, uh, and uh, the lovely Amy Jackson, who has been on the show before, I'm guess yeah. Amy Jackson. Amy Jackson. Oh, we'll bring. Um, the uh, she is doing a, a two-week meditation experiment. Begins Monday. You will spend at least five minutes every day meditating to see how uh, this daily quiet time impacts your soul. Um, she is uh, a pulls from Christian tradition of soul care, but it's really open to everybody, um, and it's like really cheap too. I want to say that, and she's doing. Um, all of us, you get a daily email, and then there's like a group, uh, like a, a group to sort of like keep every like a private Facebook group to involved and stuff like that. So, so check it out. Uh, you're just gonna go to theperchplace.com, or if you search the perch in Aurora, uh, it's really just what your soul needs, right? That's what my soul needs. So, if you want to, the perch is located. It's in the uh, Aurora Business it's, Yeah, it's in the Aurora Center. Business Center, up on the top floor, mm -hmm. and thus the perch, right? Because it's got this lovely view of the river. And if you've never been there, they do workshops and got you uh, certified uh, to uh, be able to teach yoga in addition to all of the um, soul care stuff that she does. So lots of different um, strategies for just making uh, a life less centering. Dan Santis is here. Good morning, Dan. Good to see you, sir. Good to see you. All right. The time is 8.34 a.m. Um, you know, don't they have a weekly class? They got all kinds of things, man. Um, I usually do the drive because, like, I never have time to, like, do, um, like, to I cannot like keep with anything that happens like on a regular basis mm -hmm. in my life personally. Uh, but I've been to like full like half day like events and stuff like that where you just basically sit and learn how to take care of yourself. Remember how you like be able to take care of yourself and not the world so much. Do you feel like that at home? Do you feel like Do that you at feel home? like the you world feel... is crushing you and your soul and, and then, all of that that Jeanette and, just said? And then like and then so you get reminded in some way, shape, or form that like, oh yeah, I'm I'm human and I'm allowed to breathe and take time. Well if you do, the perch is for you. The perch is for you. All right. Um so it is a first 
Friday. What do you guys have planned tonight? What's going mm. on out there in the streets? What's the haps? Jeanette, why don't you tell us where you will be at for oh, Friday? Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, so... Oh, to be perfectly honest, this one snuck up on me. So um, my first stop is is always um, Society 57. And I think that my plan tonight, well, they'll be doing cocktails. And I think that my plan tonight might just be to hang out there, drink really fancy cocktails, and work on this trashy romance I've been writing the past couple weeks, slash nice. six years. Nice. So, and then kind of see where the night takes me. So that's maybe my first stuff. But man, there is stuff going on all over the place. Yep. So what else have we got here? Well, um, in the chat, let us know what you guys have planned for tonight, where you guys oh. are going to be. Um, so that Dan is- says, hope to see you soon. He's back at Ballet Door, blown away. You have a podcast you never told me. Dan, we going to look. Dan, we'll do lunch, dog. We'll do lunch. Dan Santos is my man. Old school Ballet Door right there. Back when I lived downtown, that's we know we'll we'll keep that for the under show. But Dan, I'll be in touch, my brother. See, I can say like we'll do lunch. I can say that, man. It feels good. Thanks. Hell yeah. Um, All right. I'm gonna say uh, the art, uh, the art history probably the place to be for the thing that you've never experienced before, which is the um, accelerating inspiration art from first exhibit. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, I have some songs phrases of Fermilab before, but particularly they have this um uh fast like uh fascinating collaboration with artists there because the thing so Fermilab is a particle accelerator laboratory and you'd be like why would that have anything to do with art? But that whole campus is actually like covered in art and it's art that like usually speaks to um the uh like elegance of of some like scientific uh theories word up yeah so um so the exhibit at the david l pierce art and history center the dlp um is uh from six to nine tonight and it's going to include um photographer georgia schwender textile artist lindsay olson and sculptor jim jenkins who will have fermilab related art very cool Go to that. That's gonna. That's like my pick. If I were like, don't miss this one, I would say go to that one. All right. Uh, so we got something to talk about, and it qualifies as. All right. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. All right. It's that time of year to sign up for the Citizens Police Academy uh, at APD. Ever wonder what goes on behind the scenes at APD? Then join the Citizen Police Academy. Uh, The Academy allows you to learn how the police department and our officers uh, function on a daily basis by exploring the wide variety of interactive topics, including the difference between criminal and civil law, drug and gang awareness, use of force, investigations, juvenile law, and other relevant topics. Uh, You also engage in practical exercises that cover building searches, Crime scene processing and traffic stops. Damn, y'all search buildings? All the things. Um, the academy is free of charge and open to anyone 21 years or older who lives, works, or owns property in Aurora. Uh, the 50th Citizens Police Academy begins September 2nd and runs for 10 consecutive Thursdays from 6 to 9 p.m. Uh, at APD headquarters, which is 1200 East Indian Trail Road. Um, space is limited and always fills up quickly. Thank you, Tracy Duran. Shouts out. Shouts out. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll uh, put my uh, like. Um, I, I'm gonna endorse that. I'm gonna like look. Regardless of where you sit on the, uh, yay law enforcement versus uh, I don't I don't know about law enforcement um, divide these days. I think going. I'm always a proponent of actually being really informed what's all involved right and i think that this is a good opportunity to be up close you know some of the, some of what goes into policing right. which can really 
All right. Um, so Jennifer says that she's ending the night at the art bar. Let us know what you guys are doing. Yes. Shouts out. It is the it is the return of art bar, the living, breathing, in person art bar. So that'll be exciting. What is art bar? What is art bar? Art bar. So art bar is actually um, it's a collective of of artists who all work together on a variety of projects. And then um, for the but the thing that people are are most familiar with is every first Friday at the roundhouse it's sort of a uh, uh it's not it, it's a little more like low brow brute art and not not in a bad way in a like just in a um like that kind of style got it and, right? and roundhouse is open again uh they're back open apparently i mean let's well, must there? be, yeah. Yeah, I think it is. I, I've actually I've seen them pop up on my on my Facebook. Page. See, Roundhouse. You know what? Hold on a second. Let's let's look. Roundhouse. I know. I mean, it's Roundhouse. I got something to say. This uh -oh. is this is to the Roundhouse. Uh oh. Is it add now, more vegetarian items to your huh? huh? Is it adding? No, no, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> I got. I just, I just got a message to the Round Roundhouse. You guys got coffee. The coffee's good. Can you open up before 11 a.m.? <laughs> Are like they 11 not right now? No, uh, 11 no, the coffee shop used to be open beginning at 7 in the morning. Back, back, like back in, the, in the before COVID, yeah. In the before times. When I would they... ride the train to work, yeah. But like... Like how, how are you going to... Have... Our, our uh, two brothers. Yeah. Can we, can we open up a little bit early? A little bit early. Okay. Shouts out, though. Y'all got good coffee. Y'all got good coffee. All right. So the time is now 8.42 a.m. McCarty Mills Tap Room, Corinne's Kitchen, DJ and artist Stephanie Wheatley. Shouts out tonight. Norma Peterson tells us to Gam's Girl on the Street is at River Edge again tonight. Hopefully. Hope to see you there as well. And Hollywood Nights at R.E.P. What's R.E.P.? River Edge Park. Oh. Hollywood Nights. Oh, be the, shit. Is that, is that, it, oh, well, God. so it's covering something. What would that one be covering? Postway, you right, man. Huh? What would that be covering? Hollywood Nights. Is that, what is that? Eagles? Bee Gees. Bee Gees? No, I bet it's Bee, Gees. The Bee Gees. No, Bee Gees was last week. I remember I heard. No, they weren't. Last week, week before. No, I, I heard. This couldn't team. have been the Bee Gees. Not the actual Bee Gees. Well, Never. couldn't have. Hollywood's yeah. Somebody, somebody in the night chat. Fever. Yeah, no, I swear. We all got to show it. Bob Seeger. Bob Seeger. Oh, you. snap. All right, thank you very thank much. You Cheryl Congress. Brownell, good morning to you as well. Okay. Um, Wait, I have uh, more roundhouse mm -hmm. news. Hold on, because not only are they open, but guys, I and I miss this, but you should not miss this next month, uh, next uh, next month. Uh, still not Friday is back, and that's their like um comedy, like stand up comedy like thing. And you should, that. so they had the first one um on the uh, on the fifth. Um, so follow follow the roundhouse because like whatever about them not being open at eleven a.m. But like, have you been to the stand up comedy there? Yeah, it's like top notch. Yes, it's good. So they back. Seems, I mean, it's, and yeah, I missed it. I'm not. And I'm, I'm so not, sad that like, I missed it. My brother's it. not knocking it. Like, <laughs> and I'm so sad that I missed it. Uh, and so now we have to follow them to see when they are going to come back every week. Nice. All right, you guys. So um, I got more news. We got more news. We, go. we got a couple more news items before we go. Fabulous. Big stuff I got to tell you about. So hold on a second here. What? Um, okay, this just came across the desk just last night. Shouts out, though, to, uh, you know, we got to shout the young people and let them know that we appreciate what they do. So West Aurora High School, they're having their Black Hawk Back to School Bash. Going to be Tuesday, August 17th from 5 to 8.15 p.m. Um, get involved. Walk the athletic and activity fair. Meet coaches and sponsors to obtain information. Lots of stuff. Open campus. Meet teachers. Food trucks. Food trucks. And I got to say something about food trucks. Look, you know what? If you want anybody to come to anything in the suburbs, you, you just say there's food trucks. You know what's crazy about the food trucks, right? Like, back when I was a young man working these working these jobs, God, on construction sites. When I was working like these factories, oh is God, that yeah. is that where we're going with? I love to see how what used to be called the roach, roach coach. coach, right? Has now been rehabilitated yeah. to the 
the food truck. The food that is crazy to me. Well, so when I see these families, they're taking pics by the. I'm just like, like, yo, yeah, that- pierogi, <laughs> and I'm like, and I am here for it. I am here for it because anywhere that I can get like yeah. a good pierogi, like just come on the street, is to yeah. me is magical. Um, but yeah, you are you are correct. Uh, it, they have had quite the transformation. Someone was like. Some hipster at some point was just like, wait, I could do something with this. Seriously. I mean, it, it, <laughs> it never ceases to amaze me when I see it. Like, wow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. All right. But uh, real quick, um, West High School once again, and that is uh, Tuesday, August 17th, <laughs> 5 to 8.15 p.m. The time is now 8.46 a.m. And actually, Dan, you brought up a good point. The train station is open early and jumping Java has good coffee with kitty in there shouts out to kitty kitty is a lady those who know will know she's a lady who works at jumping java real nice lady been there for for years ryan worthy duo at tavern on broadway and koozies as well tonight thank you mark i think uh what's 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 fascinating is that i like the the time that the coffee shops open in a given town i feel like really says something about the character of the town Right in a city where you're like it's six a.m. Why can't I not get coffee right now? Is like um, yeah, yeah. You know no, what I mean? A, right, right. Like we are a laid back destination, Aurora. Right, like you can't be walking around like like the Loop or like someplace like some intense sort of or even like. See, I when I was know. like when I used to work in Chicago, everything was open. Everything was five a.m. Yeah, you're like you can I get, can get coffee anywhere. Get what you need, but right? it's like uh, it's like yo, they were I, I just. But we're like. Eh, Get there. Yeah. We're, we're privileged. Nine, right? First world problems. <laughs> Society 57, we're not open until 9. 9 o'clock, I'm going home. They, like, my, they, my day is. Like, they, they, I told you they're open from 11.02 until 11.35 every day, and you just have to, like, plan around. Dan. Dan tells <laughs> us that they were always in a Chevy pickup with uh, Pick Six, was the Roach Coach. Now the food trucks are, uh, are in ups type step van. Yes. Yeah, uh, they step are. Ups. Yep. Fancy. Yeah, fancy thing it's crazy, man. It's mm-hmm. crazy, but uh, that's how Speaking life is. Life is full circle. Tonight, like that. tonight's oh. food trucks uh, at the intersection <clears throat> of Water and Benton Street, the Water Street Square, are Grumpy Gaucho, Culinary Gangster. Have you? I don't. Culinary Gangster. I don't know what they make. Uh, home Run Hot Dogs and Lemonade, and Holy Pierogi. Right. Which are excellent pierogi. They are not as good as my Christmas pierogi, which are made with the extra ingredients, guys. Nice. Um, <laughs> and bacon grease, don't. But uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Some good grease trucks. is good. Some grease is good. Yeah. All right. So, uh, next piece of news. Let's keep it moving with the news. Keep it moving with the what news. Uh, don't forget, we have a thing called Age Guide. Uh, now, you guys will have noticed yesterday on our Facebook page, I posted Age Guide for you. Um, Age Guide is the largest Midwest Expo for seniors. It's going to be virtual this year. Um, it being virtual will allow for a larger audience, uh, potentially all of statewide Illinois. Uh, but here is the pertinent information about it. So it's going to be on August 17th and 18th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Attendance is free, but registration is required. If you go underneath this post just yesterday, I posted the link to Age Guide uh, and Senior Living. Please register for that. Uh, Two days of educational sessions, memory cafes, entertainment, exhibitors, and more, all from the comfort of your own home. Once again, this is the Senior Lifestyle Expo. Shouts out. Okay, and don't forget, Get ready to get your golf on. Our friends at the Aurora Regional Chamber of Commerce are hosting their Golf Classic on Monday, the 23rd of August. The event will be held at Orchard Valley Golf Course, a beautiful course and location. Promote your brand and network with many business leaders and professionals who will be in attendance. Uh, sponsorships are available. Get to know more about the Aurora Chamber and Orchard Valley by clicking the link on a post I posted two days ago. Time is now 8.50 a.m. Going to the arcade tonight? What arcade? Oh, Yeti. The Yeti Station. The Yeti Station opens tonight. It's their that's grand their, opening. It's their big. Yeah, that's it's right. Their big thing. You going? I am not. I have no. to work. I, ha- I I know. I know. We don't got a womp womp button. We don't womp got a womp womp we button. Do. But uh, do we, we don't. Yeah, no, womp not womp. yet. You're working. Um, I uh, yeah. On a Friday. 
I am. There should be like a law against unless you are serving. Yes, you must. I, uh, you know, if I could make a law where Fridays were off and the, and it was only Monday through Thursday work week, thank you. I would hit that in a, right? in a moment. It what y'all think about that? Turns out, oh, Iceland still continued to operate as a country. Um, they, nothing, you know, people were more productive. They were happier. They were less. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Um, so it is, again, it's first Friday, but masks are required. So you guys go out there, have some fun tonight. Um, play some games at the Yeti. Play some games at the Yeti. Bring your hand sanitizer. Visit Tavern on Broadway. Visit McCarty Mills Tap Room. Um, visit Valley Doyle. Check out what's going on and support local. Yeah, local um, now, I want to ask the audience a question here before we go because it has been, it's a, it's a little bit, the discussion's kind of going haywire. Now, I know it's 8.52 a.m., but I'm gonna I'm gonna drop this drop of ink into the water. I'm gonna let it permeate, and we're just gonna have to do it because I, I I I look. We all know that there is an apartment building being made on Broadway, Jake's River Edge. That big huge structure coming. We told you guys about the that parking lot between those two. Seven point six million dollars in tax incentives mm-hmm. or whatever it was from the city. Look, people are people are describing that as gentrification. Let me tell uh, you something. And and, and and no, but here's why we're back no, on it though. No, here's let's have why, this conversation. No, no, no we're let's we're, do we're it. on it. Look, here's why we're, we're back it. on it. We're back on it because people aren't understanding. Listen, when you build a housing structure or unit. That's not gentrification, that's development. And the idea that, oh, well, people can't, listen, large swaths of colored people have money now. Gentrification is when people who are living somewhere are forcibly or in in legal shenanigans removed from where they live now, taken out, and then restocked with X. It's not gentrification to have development. Development is not gentrification. And the idea that just because it's nice and sparkly and shiny means that coloreds aren't gonna be able to live there is ridiculous. Lots of Latino Americans and African Americans have money and they're able to afford apartments. So please, I'm begging you, learn about what you're talking about first before you paint anything happening in the city as gentrification. So your, so your argument is because this is a new development, right, as opposed to like, we're going to just move into this block, buy up all these houses, tear them down and build these like crazy, this crazy condo or something like that, right, because it's a new thing that this doesn't qualify gentrification. Absolutely. It does not. Yeah. It All does, right. it, it, no, it, it does not. It does so not. I, there's also this, like, tipping point, I think, that has to happen, too. When Tell us about the tipping point. Yeah. So, like, look, one, so it, back in the day used to be that our neighborhoods were like uh mixed income neighborhoods like all, all like that was pretty standard right? right that like you would have super big nice house next to like little house or next to like a single room occupancy hotel or whatever it would be all like integrated right and so to have like a really nice condo building next to like our neighborhood would not be uh out of place necessarily it was right. like a thriving city has lots of people at lots of different Right. So, uh, yeah, to have 
to add like a single building, um, even if those rents are considerably higher than some of the other rent. And, and I, I don't think we've seen the rent price points on yet. No, they have not been announced yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and those things adjust like uh, even as the construction process, right? Right. Um, so to say like to automatically pass judgment um, on something like that it seems a little premature. Uh, and I don't think that a single condo building or, or even like several of the renovations that we've seen in downtown Aurora uh, is really um, uh, adding too much additional pressure on some of the housing stock that are. It does yeah, not. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I think that it has the potential to, right? So it used to be that you could, uh, you remember Leland, Leland Tower, right? The, the big one, the big tall one, right? You used to be able to rent those things for like bottom dollar because they're small because it used to be a hotel. Yeah. And uh, they were not super nice. <laughs> anyone been, was anyone in one of those apartments back in like the early aughts? They were a little, eh. Um, but... Uh, but it was a valid housing option uh, for pretty cheap uh, with nice views, right? Um, and now they've been renovated. There you go for a lot more money, right? So um, did that take away from some of the housing stock, really inexpensive housing stock available in, in downtown Aurora? Yeah, arguably, arguably it probably did. Um, but was there does, ever a time when the, when all you know, Ecuadorian Americans were kicked, they're taken out of Leland, placed elsewhere, and their apartments given to. Uh, that I, I don't, uh, I mean, I don't think it was filled with Ecuadorians. You uh, know what I mean. But I, did so they what, take one group yeah, out yeah, well, and so, replace them? Well, so what typically happens, right, is somebody moves out and then they, um, uh, then at that point when someone's leased, developers. Um, right, mm -hmm. and then sell it or rent it out again at a higher price. So over time, yes, you would see the building gentrify. Sure, but uh, again, it's if we are talking about building a, a healthy community, you need a diversity of um, housing options at multiple. And to so, have, and a I think that we still have that in Aurora and I don't think that adding a new building um change like uh upsets that balance. I agree. I totally yeah. agree with that. Yeah. In fact, I would say that the renovation of the Leland Tower is probably more of a pressure on the low on on low income housing right. availability than building a new place. Would right. I have liked to see the city demand affordable housing units in the new condo building? Yes. That I would always love to see Cities, especially when they are giving incentives, demand that a certain percentage of housing still be made available for people of moderate to low incomes. Right, right. that should be like just stand like the that's like your first bargaining chip, right? Is now, like you want this money, put in a yeah. couple units that are going to stay rent control. Now I'll also right? say but, I'll also say that when that apartment building is built, hey, if you are a person of color and you go there ready to you're squared away you try to rent and they you know they pull the old we're not open thing <laughs> on your, or whatever you know uh, they, they do you like they did my mom back in the day then you can bring that information to good morning Roy, and we'd be happy to hear that story but until then yeah it is not helpful to ask why is there no development happening and then get development and then call it Right. Gentrification. That is not helping things. Well, Time is 8.59 a.m. Yeah, I think we probably have two different philosophies sort of colliding, right, in the downtown about what about what downtown Aurora is. Who's, who's supposed to be there? I don't think we do. I don't think we do. Two different philosophies. No, well, not you and me. No, I, I know. I know. The community. The, the community. I'm I, sure I that got there you. are yeah. multiple building owners and things like that who would love to see. Because here's the other divide that we've got is the, um, the renter-owner divide. Right. So mm -hmm. because you bring in um, you start uh, raising property values. And if I own my building, well, I'm very excited about that because it means that my building is worth more and I can sell it for more at some other point in the future. Right. Like I own my home in the near east side of Aurora mm -hmm. and my since since I bought it in 2010, I, it's more than doubled in value. And I'm like, sweet, great. Like mm -hmm. so. Uh, but what that means is that. 
other people who are trying to buy right now cannot buy uh, for the rock bottom price of fifty six thousand dollars that I bought my house for back in the day. Right. Um, but as a as a property owner, I benefit. Now, as a renter, you really like it's a different story, right? Because mm-hmm. if I'm a property owner, I can raise the rents on my property, and then that out the renters who are already struggling, you know, who may already be struggling. Right? They had a whole bunch. Of they might not be renting in Aurora. They might be buying because it's so much cheaper to buy in this town. Rent in most cases. So, um, yeah, I think that it, the most important thing when it comes to talking housing is talking about a comprehensive strategy that understands property owners who have the right to money on their their stuff right and um and to preserve their property values and uh, also the rights of poor people and renters to exist so right. uh so the time is 9:01 a.m we gotta is get out of here but i want to say thank you all be beautiful people at home and not only that um, we hope that you guys have a, be- a beautiful, wonderful Friday. Uh, go out, have some fun for First Friday. Subscribe to the show on YouTube. We need YouTube subscribers. Also, subscribe to the we show on Spotify. Uh, and we don't I, need them. And I, we welcome them. I want you to <laughs> keep in mind, you guys, that uh, remember our email address, goodmorningaurorail at gmail.com. Um, send us your thoughts. Check us out on the internet. Yep. Send us your thoughts. Let us know what you think about any given topic. And we'd be happy to um, shout it out, highlight it, as long as it is good, clean, responsible, wholesome fun. This is a family show. Or just like a little bit raunchy, but not like two. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it doesn't have to be rated G. Right. But it can't be rated R. It's Aurora after all. All right. It's not Good Morning Neighborville. Yep. <laughs> um, support the show on Patreon, Apple Podcasts, iTunes and Google Play. And we will see you guys here on Monday. We've got something special for you on Monday. I will tell you this. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for Monday. Monday's going to be really good. Uh, Norma says, hope everyone has a great and safe weekend. We concur with that. Um, You guys, take care of yourself and each other. Adios, Sora. Thank you.